are they not catching these things? <laughs> Alright guys, morning. 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 Um, today, this week's episode is going to be about us. So I think we are going to call this episode, This Is Us. This Is Us. I, I like that. That's yeah. the name of us. <laughs> so, I'm Josiah, and I am married, and I have been married for about 11 years. I have two daughters, um, eight and four. And I come from a family of 14. There's 14 of us, seven boys, seven girls. And my mom and dad have 113 grandchildren. Can you name all your siblings? I can name all my siblings <laughs> okay. if you want. No, that's it's fine. Pretty, pretty easy. It's, um, and I grew up in the small, the small town of Ridge my whole life. Lived here my whole life, except for like two months when I tried out South Carolina and couldn't get back home fast enough. So. It's a little bit of some factoids about me. Uh, yeah, I'm Jamin Kinnanen. I um was born in well, I was born in Fitchburg, and then uh, which is so, funny because it's the same hospital my wife was born in. Really? Yeah. yeah. And then um, been married for almost twelve years. Twelve years in May, and I have three kids. I moved out a couple times. Once out, I just moved to. Um, South Dakota for a trial thing for a month and that didn't work <laughs> and then I did move down to Georgia when I was gonna marry my wife because well we got married and that's when I moved um, because she was in the Navy so we spent a couple four years down there and then I came back to range because we had a one-year-old and it's a lot easier to raise a one-year-old with parents around yeah. you know grand their grandparents are a big help so yeah and then my siblings are all here <laughs> we're here <clears throat> And then um, from there, it's been just, we rented for a while, and I built my house three years ago, and um, been living here in this small town for, well, most of my life. Yeah. I didn't really do much else other than that. <laughs> yeah. No need to. We got everything yeah. and, and nothing at the same time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm John. I'm from Ringe as well. Born in Gardner, Mass. Haywood Hospital. And I've lived in Ringe my entire life, too. So, yeah. Did you ever try anywhere else? Did I ever try? No. There was no need. <laughs> well. This is heaven. This is yeah. Heaven. I mean, I never. Well, we did. We lived in Buffalo, I guess. Yeah. Me and Josiah, we worked in Buffalo, New York for, well, I was there for seven or eight months. You were there for like a year. Yeah. And I forgot about Buffalo. That's longer so than that, my stint yeah. in New York. So that's a, that's a while. Yeah. So we lived out there working for a while. But other than that, yeah, I've been in Ringe. Um, let's see, I've, I've married going on 10 years as well. have two beautiful kids. Uh, built my house four years ago. I think it's four years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Four years. Um, what else can I say? You're a Polish descendant. Yeah. Polish, German. You want to know my, my, I could bring <laughs> up the ancestry. We'll be just um, pretty, a, pretty much finished, so yeah. Yeah. yeah and he's a Polish. So. Yeah. I'm, yeah. A, lot, a lot of German, Polish, Irish. Um, no Native American, which my family told me. Oh, yeah. So that's just a white uh, lie. We need to do a 23andMe to find out. Exactly. Yeah. You should. I, I really want to do those. Yeah. Um, when I was growing up, I we moved 11 times in 12 years, and that's not... Obviously, different states is a lot. I mean, it was only a couple of different states. Well, just one, Virginia for a little while. 
But, I mean, I was in different schools every other year. I, I was never able to set, like, a group of friends because we, like, we'd switch from school to school. I'd go to North Switch to Ringe. In fact, you know what? Yeah, Jamin would come, yeah. and then Jamin would go. Yeah. <laughs> I would always remember him because we were in the same grade. Yeah, so Jamin yeah. would be there in kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> Next year, I remember he was gone. <laughs> and then I did homeschooling. I did private school. I did, I mean, you every kind of school you could think of, I did it. And then I quit school at 16 and got my GED at 17. And then from there, did went full-time working for my uncle doing electrical work. I worked that for six years. Um... And then that was the whole South Dakota move thing, so that's where I got out of that. And then when I came back, it, there was an opportunity for my dad. He wanted me to work for him, so I said, I'd always wanted to. I'd see him on jobs, because we're both in the construction field. He does drywall, and I do electrical. And so I'd see him, and I'd be like, wow, man, it'd be fun to work with my dad. Just just, just hang out with him all day and work with him. And so when I came back, and it was like, hey, you can come work for me. I was like, oh, I want to do that. So I started working for my dad, and I've been. And then I moved to... Moved down to um, Georgia for those years, and I worked at Comcast installing cable, and I worked at a Ford motor, uh, Ford garage, or not garage, yeah, it was dealership, and I was selling cars. I sold like two cars. How come I didn't know that? Jamin has done everything. You're, you're just like sampled the way that is. <laughs> yes, he has. Tell you what, car salesman was not my forte. But, just, but slinging mud was your... Slinging mud, that's, well, that's, that's been good. Yeah, I, it's I, way I, better money than being electric. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but... The, the thing about, I just, well, see, the thing is, I wouldn't like swinging mud on houses every day, but we do commercial, so I do a lot of metal stuff framing, and I actually learned to love metal stuff framing. I never realized yeah. I would, but that's, that's where I'm just having so much fun, and then obviously working with my dad every day is huge. Yeah. And he's put a lot of responsibility on my plate, and I, I'm loving it. Like, I, I you, sometimes you think, oh, I, he's like, you gotta go to this job and do layout or whatever, and I'm like, really? Like, I gotta go do layout in this job? There's like, all these walls and this stuff, and I don't know. But you get there and you just start figuring it out, and that's how you learn. That's how you grow. You know, a little yeah. bit of. I was listening to a blurb about a podcast. Somebody was saying about growing peppers, and they said hot peppers, they need to have adversity if you want them hot. You can't just water them every day and make them make it easy for them. They need to strive. If they strive, they get hotter. So if you want heat in your peppers, you gotta fight it. You gotta make them fight. Which really? is, I think it's cool for I us. Know that cool for us yeah, like if you want to be yeah. you want to be hot yeah well we gotta fight we gotta try to strive in life and have a little adversity every now and then yep you know huh. um then i went to school when i was in georgia i earned a bachelor's degree in psychology and i have a minor in sociology or maybe it's the other way around I, <laughs> oh, it's been a long time since so i don't know um and then uh other than that yeah i don't yeah what, what about you what's your history like me Josiah went, went to um, just this school district around here my whole life, graduated, and I got into the construction field right away doing foundations. So I did foundations for, I don't know, many years. And then I went work for my father-in-law, remodeling 7-Elevens and Wendy's and doing stuff like that, helping him out. And then from there I became... I'm a job site supervisor now. I run houses and probably schedule. the best, best in the Northeast. I'd say. Oh yeah, easily, easily. Yeah, I try. <laughs> I try. Um, so I see Jamin and and John on my jobs quite a bit. So it's fun having your friends come on the job and getting to see them throughout the day and talk with them and um, yeah, I enjoy I enjoy my job. It's a good job.
It is. John, what about you? Uh, let's see here. Go all the way back to high school. I went to the Ridge Memorial School and then to Conan, as you do. Yeah. Um, graduated. Head of my class. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't the best in school, but yeah, right out of high school, I or while I was in high school, I bagged groceries like most kids do. I did that for a few months, and then John Brown, my buddy, is like, "Hey, you want to come do foundations?" And that was with Josiah. So, right after high school, we did that. It was probably for a year and a half or so. Did concrete foundations, so. <laughs> Um, that was, was a good workout, really. I suggest any young kid out there that wants to like get in shape without having to work out, just <laughs> go do concrete. You know, it, it's good. So now it'll build your character too, I bet. Yeah. I mean, if, depending on what crew you're with. But... Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Sometimes you got to break them down to build them back up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so after foundations, then I, uh, let's see, I went and worked for my wife's uncle. Uh, Brent, who did Taco Bell maintenance, so I traveled all over New England doing random stuff like fixing tile at Taco Bells or did a lot of irrigation repairs, built fences, paint, you name it. Then I worked for my father-in-law framing houses, and that's when I got married. And then from there, I worked for my mother and stepdad who owned a cabinet company. They would sell cabinets, countertops, anything you needed. So I worked for them for years, and then I ended up taking that over. So that's what I do now. Renoir hit them. Renoir renovations Renoir. hit them up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John yeah. is very professional and does very nice craftsmanship. Yeah, oh, thanks. I do what I can. Yeah, he did the helped with a lot of trim in my house, flooring, ceilings. John's amazing. Oh, you guys. <laughs> yeah, I do what I can. So now, yeah, I, I just keep working every day. Whatever needs, whatever pays the bills. And that's still what I'm doing. Just yeah. trim and tile and bathroom remodels, kitchen installs. So you guys are big hobby guys. Yeah. I'm not a hobby guy. Josiah no. doesn't really have many hobbies. We talked about last episode about um, our grandparents. And yeah. I, I learned, like I said in the last episode, that both my grandparents didn't have hobbies. They had none. Their hobby yeah. was their wife. Yeah. And... I thought about it and I was talking to my dad about it and I'm like, maybe am I doing it wrong? Like, should I be more, make it my wife the hobby? Like, should I, or my kids or, but then I started realizing, I'm like, well, why don't I? Why isn't she my hobby? Why? And then I thought, you know what? She probably would be if we got married and she wanted that. Yeah. But she didn't because her dad didn't make her mom the hobby. Yeah. Her dad did oh, his yeah, own thing. You're right. She didn't see that. So I don't think she's seen that growing up. And that, so when I was like clingy and like t paying attention to every little detail, calling her three times a day while she's at while I'm at work and you know, wanting to contact her all the time and be like there all the time, she was like, "Hey, back up." Yeah. I don't want this. This isn't stage this is, free. Yeah, yeah, clinging. Yeah. Hey, what's going on here? Why are you yeah. so? And I think that because of that, I've, you know, it took years of us you know, working on each other to figure out where this equilibrium is, where we're happy balance is. Yeah. And I think that that's why I'm not. That's why I went over to all these hobbies all of a sudden. I didn't play video games. I mean, I did when I was a kid, but I didn't play like, like on the computer video games that are very, very, um, I guess, addictive or take a lot of time until I was in Georgia because I didn't, my wife didn't want me around. So I was like, well, what am I going to do? Well, I'll start playing these games. So I, you know, I start playing Minecraft with her brothers or I start 
playing League of Legends. I started playing all these other kind of games, which now I still do today. And she's like, well, I didn't, she's like, you didn't, I didn't know you were a nerd. I'm like, well, I didn't, I wasn't, but you kind of, I had all this free time. What yeah. am I going to do? Either that or I'm at the bar. You know yeah. what I mean? No, I'm going to be at home playing <laughs> video games with my friends. Yeah. It's a lot safer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that was my hobby. It became, my buddy down there got me into EverQuest and we played hours and hours of EverQuest and she, it was just, I, I got to experience that life a lot later on than most people do. It used to be, you know, 14, 15 growing up. Well, I was 24, 25 when I finally played my first game of EverQuest or League of Legends or anything like that. So, yeah. so I just, I'm feeling more comfortable with myself that my family isn't my hobby because my wife didn't want it to be, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Everybody does things different. Right. Mm -hmm. But I think your life probably liked you being making her your hobby growing up when you're dating and stuff. Probably. That's what I always seen, too, growing yeah. up with my dad. So I kind of, he was always, didn't have hobbies. He yeah. just was just hung out with my mom and <clears throat> helped my mom out. Hobbies around our house were splitting wood and doing work, and that's yeah. what we were doing. Yeah, but yeah, just not a hobby guy. You guys play golf, and you guys do everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have every kind of equipment for any kind of hobby you want to do in my garage. I have yeah. disc golf, regular golf. I mean, footballs, baseball. They got baseball gloves and baseballs for the kids. You want to? You want to? My son says you want to play catch. Okay, let's go play catch. You want to throw a frisbee around? I right. got that. You want to go hit golf balls? We got that. You know what I mean? It's like. I got bowling. We each got our own bowling balls now. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was good. We had a bowling season a couple of years ago. We had a team. Yeah, we did, we did that. But as a couple. Yeah. I did. We did a bowling league as yeah. as couples. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. And yeah. I love bowling. I mean, I did bowl. I, had a, I was in a league down in Georgia. Mm -hmm. And I got my own ball down there. And it was awesome. Like I said, every Saturday night, I play D&D &D with my brother and his and some cousins and friends. I mean, I have just any kind of hobby you can think of, I have. Yeah. I want to do it. Well, I, you're up for anything. I, yeah, I love it. I you love can it. say, Jamie, we're gonna get into whitewater rafting. Let's do it. Do it. Actually, I want to do it in up north. In New Hampshire. <laughs> I've been wanting that for years. Let's do it. You'd be on Amazon in five minutes ordering all the gear. <laughs> Jamin would be the one leading us there. Yeah. He would know all the research. Tomorrow morning, he'll be calling me, telling him, "Okay, this is where we're going. This is what we're gonna do. We're yeah. gonna hit a peak season yeah. when the water's the highest. Level five, buddy. Yeah." yeah. Yeah. So there's certain hobbies that I wouldn't like. I'm not a big water fan, so that yeah, I don't even know why my brain went there. But I primarily like golf. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, we're trying to get Josiah into it more. Mm-hmm. Which you you've done good. You know, you used to just hate it. Yeah. You used to say this is stupid, but now you seem to take an interest. Yeah, I came. I actually went on the guys' trip to Florida to yeah. play golf. Yeah. yeah. We did that a couple couple weeks back. We went down to Florida, all, all us guys, and that was a fun time. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Spent a couple days just golfing. Yeah, so that's primarily what I did. Like, I grew up, and that's what my dad did. Yeah. I saw him golfing. My brother golfed. So senior year, I joined the golf team and did that. But that's really my only hobby. Like, I, I started a vinyl business. I did decals on the side. You know, this was eight years ago, probably. Yeah. I would guess, because I haven't done it for a few years. But it was, it was more, it was kind of like a hobby slash side job to get extra cash. I could do anything. Yeah, you like guns, you, you do that. Yeah. yeah, I was never, like I had a gun back in the day and then I got rid of it and then everybody else started buying guns. So I'm like, I did have a gun, I like them. Yeah. So now that is kind of a hobby, but it's hard to go shooting when yeah. the rounds are a buck a piece. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not a good time to be trying to shoot guns. Yeah. Like me, I got a gun for Christmas, Yeah. I don't know, four years ago, five years ago. 
it sat in the box until John came over <laughs> like a couple months ago and put it together for me because we got all the attachments put on his scary assault right yeah <laughs> <laughs> growing up in the town of Ranch yeah like me in our little town it's the town of like um, according to the US Census Bureau 6,273 people live in our town we have two grocery stores a Walmart mm-hmm. tractor supply which is new which is relatively new. relatively new yeah. um, a Duncan's we have two stoplights two of them yeah, two stoplights. Stop so you really only have to stop twice in this town. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then you can go right through. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're a small town. Yeah, we. But why I, why I love our small town is we have the common in the center of the town. With the big white church with the with steeple. the big white yep. church with the steeple. And growing up, we always played football on the common, like all the time. Me and my friends, we'd go up there and play tackle football on the common and. Is that back when the, the store was on the common? I was on the, I think that store quit on the common when I was in like second grade. Cause I remember so, going there. Yeah, yeah, I remember going there. Buying I was second. Penny candies. Yep, or maybe exactly. I was a little bit older, but I was I was pretty yeah. young when that store. I think we only probably went there when during the, the parade, Memorial Day parade. Yeah. We'd go up there, hit penny candy store, get a couple yeah. candies, watch the parade go by. Yeah. And everybody went to the parade. Yeah. When you when we were growing up, you went to every parade yeah. and everybody went. The yeah. whole town was there. It was a big to do. Still is a pretty big to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if the whole town goes now. Yeah. Like it used to be. So would you ride your bikes from your house up to the common? We're out our bike, our bikes, or then we had a trail through the woods because we lived closer to the common. Where did you live in there. Butterfield? Yeah. For a long. Most my whole life. Your whole life. Okay. Same house, my whole life yeah. until my mom and dad moved to North Carolina and yeah. they said you can come with us or you can stay <laughs> and so I stayed here yeah that's a, that's a big change so at 19, was that hard I mean, um, was it a hard decision no, no not at all no. I was 19 I had a girlfriend yeah I suppose and we're yeah, here girlfriend and, go with mom, yeah, and dad. Go mom <laughs> and dad I don't know they, it was just like I felt like all right you're man you're old enough you're yeah. a man yeah so me and my cousin Reed Uno, we would go get, we and got our own apartment, and that's from there. Rest is history from there. So, yeah. and so that's when you started cooking for yourself. Cooking for myself, and was that just? Did you cook at home at all, or did that just come naturally? Do you cook for yourself? But I think it came natural because I don't ever remember cooking anything at home. Should we talk about cooking for a half hour? Again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt right. I didn't John, John's gonna be. <laughs> Stomach is grumbling. Just curious, like I don't know much about that life. You're who, who you were then. Like, what was it? I didn't know Josiah that well then. I was on, in my own world. Like, yeah. You know, um. I wasn't living far away. I was on Main Street, but I don't know. I just went to work. I was on and, Main. No, I wasn't. I was on East Monomonac. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just went to went to work. I don't know. I thought felt like it was no big deal. Yeah. I was not scared. But you're 19, like, and you do think you own, you own the world at 19. So yeah. And, I guess. I don't know. I think, I don't know. I was just ready. So it didn't affect me or bother me at all. Yeah, you were just comfortable with it. And one thing I'll say about Josiah is he is, he's like got more of a leader mentality. Yeah. Oh, he's an alpha male. He doesn't follow. For sure. He's he's an alpha (laughs) male. And so, yeah, he's, I I mean, at least in my eyes, you're not scared of much. Like as far as just taking something on, he's just like, yeah, I'll do it. Whatever. Which I wish I could have a little bit of that. Yeah. Me too. Trust me. 
a little more reserved when it comes to certain things. Because I was nervous. Like, my mom, she wanted me out of the house. And she, like, I would have this new buddy that I just met. Like, we're hanging out, whatever, cleaning my car. I was 18 or 19, and she's like, hey, who's your buddy? And she's like, hi, I'm Hiram. It was Hiram. Yeah. It's like, you guys need to get an apartment together. My son's <laughs> got to get out of the house. <laughs> so I'm like, well, okay, I guess my mom wants me out. So mm-hmm. it made it easier, you know, moving into an apartment yeah. with John. If I had to do it by myself, I would have been, yeah. like, so scared. Yeah. Plus, you know, you don't want to be alone. It's funny because my, with my family, it was the opposite. My mom did not want us to leave. Yeah. Like, really? She, it was so hard on her when we left. And the problem is, is Josie got married. I got married within like a year. And then Dustin left and went to yeah. South Carolina or moved out of the house all in the same year. Like it was yeah, yeah. within that, well, a two year span, she lost three kids. Right. I mean, to her, it was losing three kids. All of a sudden, there's nobody there. Just yeah. our baby sister, that's it. So I think that was really, really hard on her. So, but for me, my situation, Jim, I'm 12 or 14, okay? <laughs> yeah. Everybody else was married at that point, even the one younger than me, and, or have gotten married, besides my youngest brother, Ethan, was heading to boot camp when my mom and dad were packing up to move out. So I was like, they're all doing something. Yeah. It's time for me to get my own life. Yeah. So that's why I don't think... Now, like, I just was thinking about why, what was going on in our house at that time. But my, everybody was gone, yeah. moved on. So, or my brother Ben was getting married that October. But everybody was about to do big lifestyle changes. So I was like, meh, my turn. No, I mean, that makes sense. I, I guess I, I grew up in a family of four. So I didn't, I didn't have that. Like, where everybody's doing all, I was first born. So mm-hmm. I'm the oldest. Everybody's looking up to me. And I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't want to be the one who everybody has to follow. Like, that's no, yeah. I, I just not that kind of person. So it's like, I mean, I like to do things and stuff yeah. like that, but I, I don't feel like I'm, I don't know, somebody that you want to be like, oh, I'm going to lead you all to this. You know what I mean? But yeah. Well, I was, I'm a one of three siblings. And so when my parents separated, my dad headed to Pennsylvania to work down there, and my brother followed him. He yeah. went and lived with them throughout, um, I think it was, eighth or ninth grade he moved down there so i didn't my brother wasn't around for most of my you know out well let's see here he was how old are you in ninth grade like 14 or something so yeah, i was 15, 15, 14 15, 14, 15, yeah. 14, 15 yeah. so i was <clears throat> trying to do the math here i was probably around 10 when my brother left and then i didn't really see much of him for that four years till he moved back um so yeah he so it was just me and my sister really you know in that that age gap and I'm trying to remember. She moved to Florida. She headed out up to live down there and do her. What was she doing? She ended up doing dental hygienist stuff. But before that, what did she do? Was it nail and hair stuff? Maybe I don't remember. Yeah. She's gonna be mad that I. <laughs> you have one sister. Yeah, I have, one sister. I have, I have such a bad memory. I do too. I think she really just went to Florida to get into the warmth. <laughs> but, yeah, so and so for a while there, I was, um, well, then my brother ended up moving back, so my, my sister was gone, so it was just me and my brother were around town by my mom, and then once my sister moved back, then my brother, he got married, and then he moved to Florida, then my mom moved down to Florida, so now it's just me and my sister now here in Ringe, so it's, it's kind of funny, we keep, everybody keeps moving around. Yeah. I don't know if I really had a point there. 
Yeah, just so. kind of <laughs> saying how moving out yeah. and how everybody yeah. Yeah. does their own thing. Yeah, no, that makes yeah. sense. You know, which I think is a good thing. I think we should all live your life how you want to. Like, don't worry about what other people think. Yeah. You know, as far as like, oh, should I move away? You know. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm just like, whatever. You do you. So growing up in this, like you said, with a small town, yeah. there's a couple things that, and especially the New England area, there's things that people don't really know or get to experience unless you come out here. Um, well, in our small town, we have the Finns. And which, they have a bad reputation. Which Finns are people from Finnish descent. They're so, from Finland. So our grandparents or great grandparents were Finnish. We're, we're from Finnish, and there's a big Finnish community in the in this area, yeah. right? in the, yeah. he, this town, in the surrounding town. Disclaimer: I'm not Finnish. John is John not, not Finnish. I'm a, I'm Me and Josiah are Finnish. I'm a Polak. Yeah, he's yes. a Polak. <laughs> but he ran with the Finns a little bit, so yeah, yeah, he yeah, ran. We basically adopted him. So yeah, yeah, I ran with them bad boys. <laughs> So, I mean, some of the things that may not happen in other towns, they used to take tires and put them out in the middle of the road and light them on fire and just let them burn. What did they call that? I, they call that a tire fire. Okay. <laughs> and they just let them burn, and the fire department has to come and put them out. Ugh. And then, I mean, running the cops. They drive through the town as fast as they could till a cop pulls out after them, and then just see if you can get away. Like, just drive away. I mean, I'm sure that happens in other towns. Oh, but this is a small, like... <laughs> small town yeah. to where it's like I honestly the kids get so bored sometimes yeah. so that's why they're doing it well I don't understand yeah. we just hired another cop we have nine cops in range right now we do full time yes I think no, maybe not all of them are full time how but... are they not catching these things <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I mean I mean, I remember leaving town on 119 you just top your car out just see where it'll go yeah, I hit 140 it's like okay yeah that's fast enough for me I don't even go faster than that but I know a lot of guys just kept it going until it wouldn't go. <laughs> you have the corner you gotta slow down yeah. you can't but I mean it, it's kind of dangerous so I look back and I'm like really you're driving through the center of no switch at 150 miles an hour like that's if someone steps out you cannot stop or swerve yeah, yeah you're done at that age you're, you're, you're young I you're know. dumb and you feel invincible. You do. And the thing is, is so I see why the cops didn't like it. I see why the people didn't like yeah. it now that I'm older and yeah. I have kids. Yeah. And my kid's only, what, eight years from having his license? So yeah. it's like, okay, maybe we weren't. But at the time, it was like, what do you care? Let me just, who cares? I'm not hurting anybody. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yet, yeah. You can so, hurt so somebody. So you partook in all of this tomfoolery. I didn't do the Noob Switch Center Town Run. But you did the tire fires. I didn't do the tire fires. You didn't. The thing I did do was the toilet papering of the common. Okay, I think we all did that. Yeah, so we go to the center of town, there's a bunch of these trees in the common around yeah. in front of the church, right? So this was always around Halloween. Right, time. the week of, or week before, yeah. we, we tried to vary it so the cops wouldn't figure out when it was going to be. Yeah. But we go buy as much toilet paper as we can find, yeah. and we just chuck it all over the trees. And all the trees are just got streams of toilet paper hanging off of it. And that and I have no harm. There's I, no I harm with that. No, because it doesn't hurt anybody. And it's toilet paper. It yeah. disintegrates with water. Right. So it's like... Well, because I was going to say, growing up, I was a rule follower. Like, I didn't yeah. do any of that. Like, I snowballed cars, but I wasn't like yeah. tire fires or running the cops or doing any mischievous stuff like that. And even toilet papering, I'm like, whatever, let the kids do it. Yeah. Like you said, it disintegrates. Yeah. You know, it looks... Looks it, look, it looks kind of cool. It looks cool actually. at first, and then Especially it looks around crappy. Halloween, you go <laughs> trick or treating, yeah. and there's just yeah. white toilet paper. I, I think everywhere. it just adds to the ambiance of the town. Like the people are still open arms about it. Yeah. Even to this day, they just yeah. so yeah. mad about people toilet paper. I'm like, just go do it. It's yeah. fun. It's tradition. And I'm against vandalizing. Like, yeah, like people used yeah. to like, do stuff to the cop cars. Like, That's just I'm like, 
Yeah, I don't really agree with that. Paintball and the cop car. You're denting the cop car. It's not right. like it's or the maple it's just... syrup bandit was poured <laughs> <laughs> maple syrup all over the cop car. <laughs> and that's hard to get off, but the hot water pressure will get it off. Yeah. But paintballing, you are gonna dent the cars. Yeah. So I, I can agree with you, know, you shouldn't do that. I, but, I mean whatever. I like kids be kids for a little bit, but you do have to have laws and. Then a lot of that is just us testing the boundaries. What can yeah. we get away with? What will you let us get away with? And that's part of growing up. Yeah. And I think that a problem is a lot of gender kids nowadays. Are, that's like this. The craziness that is going on in our world right now is just people, the, the generation testing their boundaries. What yeah. will you let us get away with? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think that maybe they need to be a little bit harder. Say, no, you can't just do whatever you want. You have to, you know, this cancel culture and all this stuff like oh we're just gonna you don't like what you said so we're gonna rip down the Lincoln whatever like <laughs> yeah. no you don't get to do that I'm sorry yeah, yeah now JK Cube's gonna get deleted off <laughs> anchor because Jamin lit a tire fire <laughs> yeah. back in 1995 right exactly I didn't do that you didn't do that maybe Josiah <laughs> did we don't know we don't know we're not gonna say don't but, disclose that okay so one of the things about New England other than the, what the Finns are, um we have four seasons for sure. Four, you know, well, three of them happen to be winter. But we have four <laughs> seasons. Yeah, we do. And, and the, people come up here from far away just to see our leaves in the fall mm -hmm. because it's so beautiful up here. And honestly, there's nowhere else to see leaves like this. No. There really isn't. There really isn't. It's and amazing. Growing up, you don't realize, though. No. You don't understand it. You don't until, appreciate it. You don't appreciate it. Colors. I hated it for yeah. years. Yeah. I always thought it was the dumbest thing. Yeah. But now that I'm older, yeah, I do appreciate the colors. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Um, and then fluff, peanut butter and fluff sandwiches, fluff or nutter. That's a New England thing. Yeah. They don't have that everywhere. So if you want to get peanut butter and fluff, you got to come here. Yeah. Which is just marshmallow. Yeah. Marshmallow it's spread. A soft it's a marshmallow spread. spread. So good. <laughs> It's All so I think good. about is back in grade school, this kid you see a peanut butter fluff sandwich yeah. every day, and he'd have fluff just <laughs> All for the rest of the mouth. day after on his cheeks. Yeah, it was just <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, right. And a little sandwich shop called D'Angelo's. I love D'Angelo's. You get pocket number nine or a sub number nine. Just pocket number nine is still how you go. Yeah, that, that's a northern thing. Yeah, it's only around here. And oh. there's not many left. No, the only one I can think of is the one on John Fitch. Yeah, and the one down by um, Searstown Mall. Isn't there one in Gardner? I don't know. Yeah, I think there's, quite, there's there's a few of them left, there? but they're 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 few and far between now. I mean, it's, yeah. and they they never really got big across the country. That was just yeah. a local New England thing. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously our Chinese food, well, it was the best for a long time. It really was. I feel like it went downhill over the years. I mean, I still like it, but it's better than like in South Carolina or yeah, well Florida even. You Florida, can't find good Chinese no. food. We have the best. New England style Chinese food, I think, is the best. But maybe, I mean, I, I would not say we're biased, but I don't, I think people come out here from the West Coast and say, wow, the Chinese food's way better, so. Yeah, yeah we have to deal with snow for, what, yeah. do, what do you say, five months about? Yeah. So there's the plowing, there's yeah. shoveling. Yeah, like South Carolina, they get an inch of snow and they shut down. Yeah. No, we, we just keep going. Just, yeah, you get an inch of snow, people are like, whatever. We're not even going to get the plows out for that. But if you, you know, you get six inches of snow, we're still going to school, unless it's, Icy, then it obviously, yeah. but they don't care. They I, I, I feel like blow anything, Jamie. <laughs> one inch, I'm out there snow blowing. I will, that's what I you're enjoy. dedicated. I will I enjoy I'm it. like, you know what? That's only an I inch. That, I, yeah. I'll just drive on that big a path. I need so I'm getting the snow blower out for that. Yeah, I love it. But don't you remember as a kid, like we would get like a good blizzard, like 12, 14 inches. Yeah. Yeah. You still have snow. Like yeah. there was a very 
limited chance of having a three hour delay or cancel. Yep. Yeah. Where I feel like they got softer now where it's like way softer. Yeah. They'll three inches oh canceled and it's like Yeah. Quit canceling everything. I remember <laughs> sitting there watching the freaking T V just watch looking for Ranger Memorial School or looking for yeah. Conan High School to be on the list so that we can get not go school. Yeah. Jaffrey Ranger yeah. Cooperative School District. That's what we'd wait for. Wait for yes. the Jays, the Jays, the Jays. When are they gonna say the Jays? No delay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. But yeah, that, those are just some of the experiences we had growing up around here and I know I love living in a small town. Yeah. It is yeah. it's I mean I lived in the city, so I got to experience that other option. You know what it was like, where I could drive five minutes to a mall, and you know I I was within a mile of the Masters golf course, like it, or yeah. Augusta National, like it was yeah. I was in a city, and I didn't mind it. I could do it if I had to, but there's just something about a small town living that's just more I think peaceful. It really is. I do. I lo- I love it. Where like we all go to vote, we vote for everything. Yeah. Every, no matter the election, <laughs> you go vote in this town. Yeah. yeah. And one thing I, I take for granted. Oh, through my life, even now, I think about it. Like, you can be driving through Ranger, you come over to the center, common, and you look up, and there's Mount Manadnock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you don't get that everywhere. I mean, I know on the West yeah. Coast, they have the Rockies. Yeah. And all that. Okay, they got big mountains out yeah. there. This is a small mountain, yeah. comparatively. Yeah. But if you're out in Minnesota, you don't get none of it's that. Just flat. It's just flat. Yeah. You're out in Florida. Yeah. Or even in, like, South Carolina, they have the Blue Ridge Mountains, so they got yeah. mountains. But Mount Manadnock just sits there, it's bald on top, so it looks really cool, yeah. especially with snow on it. And you get views of it all over town. You just come over a crest, and there it is. Yeah. And it's you know it's I, just a neat thing about Ringe and Jaffrey and New Switch that's that I just think that I I take for granted. And then every once in a while I'll catch it like a su- sunrise coming up, and you see it hit the top of the mountain, and you're yeah. like, oh wow, this is this is heaven right here. Yeah, and I've I've been lucky enough to work on some jobs like out towards Jaffrey, closer to the mountain, where there's just fields, oh. and then you get to see the whole <laughs> skyline with the it's the mountain there, and it's just gorgeous, like. Because that was Monadnock was the most climbed mountain in the world for a while. Really? I think, Actually, I believe, I think, it, I think it is by foot. Yeah. Uh, Mount Fuji in Japan has a chairlift now. Okay. So I believe I believe. Yep. That it's that was the most climbed because they have the chairlift where everybody goes up. But oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And my my great uncle has the record I think for most times in a day climbing up and down that mountain. I can't remember what it is like fifty or something. I don't know what it's some weird number like. He's just insane. He climbs it every day, though. Yeah. Every morning, he's up there climbing the mountain. So, and I was just talking to a guy at work yesterday. He said he climbs it every afternoon. He goes home from work, hmm. and goes up to the mountain and climbs it every time. And on weekends, he climbs it in the morning. I'm like, wow. It's about a mile up, right? Yeah, I think. I, I think it's a mile. Well, the elevation is no. It's no, not quite it's a mile. Not a mile it's, up. It's like, it's the trail's a mile. Yeah. For sure. But that's if you go. That's after you get to the. Because when I go from um, the white. Uh, no, I go white dot. I go from the um, uh, over by the golf course there, coming that way. That's the white dot. Is it white dot? I believe so. That with the road, the old yeah, old the, toll road. Yeah. Because I go up old toll road, and that's a mile run. So you yeah. run up old toll road, and then it's a mile climb, mile trail climb, yeah. up the top. I think so. Hmm. So it's nice though. It's I, that's a fast way up. I like it, but it's a little more aggressive. Yeah. Well, Mount Manadoc is in Jaffrey, the next town. Yeah. Right? yeah. But we just take ownership. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's close, though. Same same with uh, the Shattuck Golf Courses yeah. in Jaffrey. Yeah. Right that's, there. That's like, I know a lot of people from Connecticut, New York, that say, oh, I, I've golfed there many times. It's yeah. beautiful. It's yeah. super tough. But it's right on the base of the mountains. Yeah, it's right at the base of the mountain. It, like, 
anybody listening, if you're coming to New England to golf, you got to try this Shattuck. But bring think, a lot of balls, though. <laughs> yeah, you will lose a lot. It's a target golf course for yeah. sure. But I and I even believe people have told me that on the greens you have to account for the mountain, where which way the putt's gonna break. Even though it looks like it's gonna break one way, it may not if the mountain's to one side. I don't know how. I'm not a good enough putter to really notice that, but supposedly. I don't know. We'll try it. Out. <laughs> we'll try it. Yeah. So so yeah, we have and the Shattuck is actually a pretty famous course. Yeah. It's, it's I think it's still top. Is it top ten toughest course in America or top fifty maybe? It's in the top fifty, I think. It might be top like twenty most scenic courses yeah. in the country. We checked it in Florida. Yeah. We it made the list on one of those golf courses. Yeah, it was in the top fifty. Yeah. I think or top one hundred. I don't know. It's, yeah. Anyway, one of the hardest courses because it's just it is tough. narrow. Yeah, it's fairway and then wetlands. Yeah, a lot of water. <laughs> yeah. The attractions we have in our town, though, is Cathedral of the Pines. Yeah, used to be the, Pines. They used to be Pines. They all <laughs> fell down in the ice storm. <laughs> but so a lot of people go see, check that out, and then you get there, you get great views of Mount Manhattan. You do, and, and yeah. it's it's really neat to go up there and check that out. It is so awesome. It's a cool. And they have a lot of history inside yeah. the buildings too. Yeah. you can learn about. Right? And I think people have brought like stones from all around the world and placed them yeah. there and stuff. So it's really cool if you look at it. I think that's a. Quite a bit about our town. Um, and us. And us. Uh, what about, um, we have a new segment that we're going to introduce this week. Yes. We are starting what we like to call, I Learned. <laughs> and, and this week, okay, shout out to Tom Perry, if you're listening, how are you now? Uh, this week we are learning about, or I learned about what's called Fordite. Now you may say, Ford, that's a motor company, and you're right. Because... Fordite comes from, okay, so from the 40s to about 1980, they used to spray all the vehicles, you know, at the Ford in Detroit. Yep. They would load up the chassis onto the this cart and roll it down a track. Then they'd be hand-painted with enamel, which now it's a different process. So they would yeah. they'd use an enamel sprayer, and all that overspray would get onto the carts, the tracks, you know, whatever. And they would just keep doing that and doing that, and each layer of paint would build up. So, you know, after they'd paint it, then they'd roll it into the oven to bake. Okay. So yeah. every time it would get painted and then baked, painted and baked, and it would build up three, four inches thick. And then, so then somebody looked at it like, well, we need to clean these carts off. You know, they're getting yeah. all this sludge build up. So they would chip it off and then they'd notice, you can see when you broke it open, you could see each layer of each color paint. Now, some people, this was, like I said, in the 70s and 80s, um, it was some people were getting more artistic or wanted yeah. to recycle stuff. So they're yeah. like, oh, well, we could use this for something. So this lady actually started taking these big chunks and turning it into jewelry. She would cut it into small pieces, yeah. polish it, you know, put it in a little brass or silver, whatever you want to call it. And then she would start selling them. And then it got really famous. So people would try to buy all this Fordite. Okay. You know, and they also call it um, Detroit Agate. Okay. Which, if you know what Agate is, it's a natural rock that when you break it open, it's it has yeah. like all those layers of color. So this is a man-made rock, basically. Yeah, yeah man-made okay. rock, which it's, surprisingly enough, because of the history just of being sprayed from Ford, and, you know, Ford being yeah. a huge American company, there's a lot of history behind it, so it's very sought after. Okay. So people are... You know, if you can still find it, you you just spend a lot of money just to get your hands on a, a piece of it. A chunk of raw Fordite that hasn't been a polished or shaped. Right. Okay. And now, so now they have counterfeit Fordite. <laughs> People are trying to recreate this. Yeah. 
and is trying to sell it to make tons of money. Well, if you're out there trying to buy some, they say you look and you'll see, you'll see like a layer of, let's just say it's like yellow or whatever. Yep. Then there'll be a very thin layer of gray primer. Oh. You can barely make it out, but it's there. Because they would, you know, they paint it, and the next one yep. come through, they prime it, then paint. Yeah. So there's always a primer layer in between. Yeah. And so, interesting enough, the most sought-after era would be, like, the 60s and 70s, which, of course, is the muscle car era. Yeah. So that's when they yeah. started using more metallics and right, bright yeah. colors. Right, right. Oh, you know, because yeah. in the 40s, 50s, yeah. it was always just white, gray, black, black you know, boring. Green, boring. Yeah. Also, they could be yeah. really flashy. So then they started yeah. getting the flashy colors, and, and it's really cool. If you have a chance to look it up, like, people make jewelry or sculptures. Like, so I was did, looking at a skull. Did it have, um, did they, is there any, like, GMI? Like, obviously, all these car companies were painting cars. Um, well, I did read something about, they called it Ford, but they were talking about the Corvette colors. Okay. So I don't know if it's just yeah. a universal term okay. for Probably a universal every term, company that did right. this process. Okay. Um, cause they, they, they may not have all had the same process. So I'm not, yeah. so I'm thinking, I didn't know if GM had the same painting process where they were doing, but maybe if it's a Chevy, yeah. Chevy that must've been. Yeah. So, but yeah, in the eighties, they switched over to powder coating, I believe. So you correct me if I'm wrong, but. So basically, they would just spray like the powder, and it would cling to the surface, and they'd bake that off. Yeah, yeah. So now there's no overspray. Yeah. Okay. And there's no need to clean all the carts, and and it's all done by robots. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why it's very. You can't get it anymore. It's, it's not being made. Yeah, because it's no longer using that enamel paint, okay. and it's, it was done by humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's all robots. Have, yeah. So the end of the age too. Yeah, yeah. and it's just history. It's history. Yeah. So. I cool. thought that was that was pretty neat. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah, and then and next week, tune in because we're gonna be re reviewing different types of underwear, from whitey tighties to very expensive pairs of underwear. Yeah. So, have a listen in next week, and don't forget to like and subscribe. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, just Twitter. Are we? Yeah, yeah Twitter. Twitter. We're everywhere now. And what are we on all those? How do you find us on those? Find us on Facebook at JK Cubed. Yep. And then same with Instagram's the same. And Twitter is also the same. Also the same. JK Space Cubed. Then if you have any questions or comments, you can either DM us or email, email us at djkcubed at gmail.com. Gmail. Yeah. yeah. JK cubed at Gmail. No yep. spaces, no underscores, nothing. Okay.